final episode of DWN Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here one last time at boygob.com Joe how are you Hey Tom I guess I'm okay I don't know we had uh, some sunny weather which I think is great I love sunny weather cuz I hate all the gloom and doom and shit of winter and the winter times that are associated with, you know, I don't like the cold. So it was nice to sit outside for a couple of days today. I mean, I barbecued both days and uh, still went into the shop and worked on Saturday. Today I didn't, though. I didn't today. And I'm feeling kind of kind of weird about that. Maybe I should have gone in, Tom. Maybe I should have gone in. You know, somebody probably was going to come by the shop today and spend some money with me, but I wasn't there. Then mm. it doesn't help on your door the hours. Say, oh, whenever the fuck I get here, just wait for me, tits. I'll be there eventually. It was funny at one time, Tom, <laughs> when I could afford to make jokes like that. <laughs> now you can't even afford to pay attention. No, I can't. Can't. Let's see. How do I? <clears throat> well, I'm glad it sounds like it was all right over there, but my sunshine is rain and lightning and thunder, Joe. As they say. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, I had a week. Spent uh, spent a lot of money putting up insulation. And the shop turning it into a fucking giant cooler, apparently, because it's just sheets of fucking styrofoam that's going up against the walls. And then Corey and Johnny came over to help me spend a 
a few, not a few, a uh, thousand some odd dollars more to put wood up on the walls. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. Uh, I guess this is what a what a savings accounts for. <laughs> but it's looking pretty good, huh? I guess. I mean, I don't really care what the fuck it's looking like. I just want it to do its job. And is it even going to need to do its job? Maybe I'm going to rent it out to people for fucking something because I'll stop using it. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I fucking uh, had to finish a mask off this morning, a sculpture, because I got a custom mask uh, thing I got to sculpt. So, hey, thanks for that. Appreciate you. But, uh, yeah, I just... So, another one's like, well, I guess I just got to slap it out fast. Otherwise, just fucking throw all the clay in a bag because I won't have time to go back to it and sculpt it. So, it's whatever. And when I was molding it, the fucking uh, Ultra Cal set up in like 10 minutes. I was like, what the fuck? So, it was like half a fucking mold done. And then I whipped up another small batch. Just, okay, hopefully it'll bond. Just do a fucking more couple more pieces of burlap and a beauty coat let's fucking see if this shit will work fuck another 10 minutes the shit just set right up same shit happened when i do did the front side and then i came back a few hours later and fucking just popped the mold pieces just started breaking off and shit goddamn mess joe the mold looks okay, but uh, I know once I pour the first one, there's going to be like an air bubble somewhere, and all the latex just goes in and fills up the fucking giant air bubble that's just lying under the surface. So when I fucking go and pour that, pull that first copy, only copy out, all the fucking stones just going to rip out with the fucking mask, and then I'll shove the whole thing in my penis hole and call it a life. Mm. What's well, ironic that Mr. Bubblehead, which that's what I'm calling the the mold you made, would get a bubble in it, right? Isn't that kind of odd? Maybe not. I don't know. No. All right. And then uh, for Corey and Johnny helping out, I said, hey, I'll take you guys out to eat. Just let me know where you want to go, and I'll take you there. And they said Sonic. No, but that's uh, where we got food for our uh, lunch break on Friday or whatever. So, yeah, their, their choice for that was Sonic, Joe, so you're not wrong. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was the Carbach Brewery. You ever had some Carbach beer, Joe? Yeah, I've had a few. I've had some Love Streets and some other shit that they make. Not good. One that has like an Astro something or something on it, maybe. Yeah, that would be their Bach. Yeah. Not a fan, but it's where they want to go. Fuck it. This ain't about me, son. This Where's is where their brewery at? To go. Uh, the northwest side of Houston. Almost into Katy. Okay, I don't think I've been to this one. Yeah, uh, why would you? It's owned by Budweiser now. So. Right, yeah, that's what I figured, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all their menu items were fucking goofy. Like, the burgers had fucking cake buns and shit. 
it was like, what are we doing here? Why would you need this shit if your food was just fucking decent? What, like, everything was just, just, why, why are you adding this goofy shit to it? Just white people. That's why, Joe, they want to get those fucking white dollars from uppity white people. I get it. So I ended up getting a fucking Caesar salad. They cut the motherfucker like a head of lettuce. They cut the head of lettuce in half and then cut the stem off and then cut that head of lettuce in half and dump that into a bowl. So it's all just like thin strips of fucking confetti. Do you want me to twirl this like fucking noodles? What are we doing here? Why aren't we doing it leaves? Like, what what is this? Why? Why does everything have to be goofy and fucked? And they didn't have like the uh the white cream Caesar dressing. They had that goofy oily clear shit that nobody likes that. Don't fucking use that. Nobody likes that shit. So I ate about half of it because it was not good and because it was hard because of how the shit was cut. I would have literally had to fucking linguine the shit on my fucking fork. And after a while, I was just like, fuck this. And the croutons were pretzels. Like, I'm not going to eat the croutons anyways. But why? Why are you doing this? Why do you feel you need to stand out? so much that you have to make your fucking buns out of cake and your croutons out of pretzels. Were you molested, Carbach? Is this why you're acting out? What the fuck are you doing? Needless to say, I'll never be back because as soon as I got home, I liquid shit all these (laughs) fucking strings of confetti into the toilet and I fucking took a nap, woke back up, happened again. And it was fucked. Not to mention the pollen's running wild here. We are cutting sawdust and my throat's all fucked up. And I didn't want to go in the first place because I didn't fucking feel. I was like, I'll just call them and we're scheduled for another time. Nope, fuck it. Said we're going to do it. Let's rip this Band-Aid off and get it done. And God damn it. (sighs) What's a crazy, goofy world, Tom? And they're just trying to to keep up with that you know people like crazy and goofy but you know you're a bitter old man this shit's not made for you no this this world is not for me right sure i am i mean i get it i don't like crazy and goofy i don't like trendy shit you know shit's not for me Mm. you know i become just a hey let me just sit in the backyard and drink kind of guy yeah, like I didn't even like fucking going out and being around. I hate going to restaurants just because you're out around fucking other people. Ugh. I don't care for the fucking fellowship. I was remembering, I was just like, man, I was happy like a fucking day, a day or two ago. And then I was remembered. It was like, oh, yeah, fucker, that's because you were pounding beer. Because you just spent a bunch of money on this shop, so you were fucking fast drinking. Yep. So yeah, you big fat miserable fuck. The only time you're happy is when you're drinking. What a sad life. <laughs> like, and I always think how I'm that fucking cranky neighbor in old Ebenezer Scrooge, not knowing the fucking meaning of Christmas and shit. 
Like, they fucking teach you that shit in school, so you avoid that shit. I tried, but yeah, that's what I am, I guess. The Fuck older you. you get, the more, uh, or at least me, I relate to the guy, you know? Just leave me alone. Let me eat my mutton soup or whatever the fuck he's eating, you know? Uh, but he had money, though. I mean, I don't, you know? Mm. I used to until I decided um, insulate this it turns out I was fucking doing it wrong to begin with like the people who fucking installed the shop they were drunk (laughs) the walls aren't even like there's these bracers in some of the spots it's wider at the top than it is at the bottom so I had to cut these goofy ass pieces of fucking insulation board and tape it together and here I am just ripping off like maybe foot pieces of the sticky ass foil tape and, you know, just putting it on, ripping another piece off, trying to separate that fucking tape. And then fucking Corey comes over. Oh, no, you just do it like this. <laughs> Tapes the whole thing in like 10 seconds. There's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just glad the fucking beams up top are sturdy. That is definitely going to come in handy. That's going to be a plus at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So at least there's that. Yeah. And I think the mask that I've molded is going to be my last one for a minute. I'm going to start doing some fucking busts and props and shit because what the fuck? Got to do something. And if that doesn't sell, I'm going to talk to old Kyle and find out how you make money whacking off on the internet. (laughs) Well, he's rolling in dough. So if anybody knows, it's him. I mean, I'm sure some fucking, some Asian country would pay my family some money if I shot myself on a live stream. Oh, yeah. They go for that kind of shit. Definitely. So we'll see. Someone will get some fucking money. Not me, though. I don't even want money. I just want to not be goddamn miserable. Mm -hmm. Trust me, Joe. Nobody wants me to be not miserable more than I do. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want to work anymore. Like, at all. You know? like we've, We've had this discussion for the past year, year and a half now. Yeah, I've lost a lot of passion for what I do. But, uh, We'll see. We'll see what tomorrow brings, because I don't fucking know past that. Joe, whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there with open arms and opened eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Hey, Joe, you watch any movies? I watched a movie, Tom, called The Demon's Baby. and this Oh, is- yeah? What's this about? It came from Hong Kong set from uh, that I got from Arrow. Uh, I thought this set was going to be you got it from Arrow. Isn't it from Arrow? No. You sure? Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. So this is from Vinegar Syndrome, and I thought this set was going to be all uh, Category Three movies. And maybe this one falls into that, but it's nothing like uh, Erotic Nightmare that I covered last week. This one is just kind of like a a straight monster movie, maybe. 
I don't know. Uh, it's about this uh, general that he uh, he excavates a tomb and then finds all these these five caskets, and they tell the story like, oh, there's demons in these caskets, you know. But uh, well, they tell us the story. The general doesn't know it. They're telling us the viewer, Tom, that as long as this Buddha statue is next to these caskets, then uh, the demons are, are trapped in there. So, of course, he brings the shit back to the house. We're introduced to his wives. He's got... Uh, plural? Huh? Plural? Plural, yeah. He's Chinese. They could do that. <laughs> um, oh, but he must live in Utah. Yeah. He, yeah. Utah, China. Um, and, uh, you know, we're introduced to them and the hierarchy. You know, you got the mama son number one through four. You know, he just married another young girl, and he's trying to hit on this house servant. But the cook, Tom, the cook, the he's in love with this house servant. You know, they kind of want to, kind of want to get together. She kind of likes him too, so they're sweet on each other, Tom. But uh, it turns out the general's right hand man is sleeping with one of the wives, and uh, they're busted by somebody, so he kills her. I don't know. Eventually. Somebody steals that Buddha statue, and then the movie finally starts about 45 minutes into it. Uh, the Buddha statue is gone, so the demons go infect. Each one of them affect one of the wives, and then that girl that they were sweet on, the, the, the other guy is sweet on. And uh, these uh, demon babies, they're still in the womb, but what the womb does is opens up and turns into like a big mouth, and it shoots out like... I don't know, tendrils or something, and pulls people into them, and they, you know, chew them, eat them up, and whatever. And then you see the little baby hands. And uh, there's a local exorcist that knows how to deal with it, and he fights them, and whatever. And it's just not good. It's not a good movie. I was, I, like I said, I was hoping for some crazy, bizarre Category 3 shit. This movie's not it. I am, uh, I'm going to forget all about this movie pretty soon which is unfortunate because like i said i liked that erotic nightmare that was a, a really good movie and this one mm -mm. so i'm hoping that the third movie on the set is good enough for me to keep the set because i i can't see myself keeping it for just the one movie tom i can't do that but uh so yeah this one is a uh, one for two so far on the set with one more to go i'm not watching the special features or anything so whatever on all that score demons baby fuck it did it come in a box the baby well somebody came in a box to get the baby joe uh -huh. but did the movies they came in a uh I don't know, a slip casing. I'll show it off next week, Tom. Well, I mean, then you can just sell the discs, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and just sell the disc, keep the one you like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, fuck mm. it. Mm. Mm. Sorry, while you were talking about that, I was hoping that we ended Asian hate, but I couldn't find who won Best Picture. I'm not sure if the Oscars are going on, but... Uh, I think seemed... Lee Curtis won Best Picture. Yes, your boy Jimmy Lee Jerklin did win <laughs> uh, Best Actor. And uh, so 
once everything everywhere all at once wins fucking best picture please stop playing those stupid fucking asian hate commercials that's not doing anything but making people say asian hate what should i hate asians mm-hmm. what's going on so what enough of that what they did what to pearl harbor <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, Joe. Old uh, Sven Gulli played uh, the first Dr. Moreau movie this past Saturday. What is it? Uh, Island of Lost Children? No. Island of Lost Souls. Island of Lost Souls. It was all right. It it was a lot darker than I thought it would be for a movie made in the 30s. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, it's nothing new. They make well, this movie every 20 years or so, 30s, and it's the same shit. <laughs> in the 30s, it was new, Tom. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I mean, there's there's probably better versions of this one. Uh, the guy who played Dr. Moreau came off very weird, and he was a big, fat guy with a little Hitler mustache. Only though he was so fat, his mustache was a little wider than a Hitler mustache. And for no reason, he just kind of stopped and laid on a fucking slab like a dandy. Like he was trying to seduce the fucking guy he was talking to. Just weird choices were made in this fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. Like, I've seen... I've seen a better version. I like the Val Kilmer one, even though I know that one sucks, but at least it's more modernized and looks better and shit. I couldn't say, hey, you got to go out and see this one. Maybe if you're flipping through the channels and it's on or you come across it or something, but there's more watchable versions out there. One's in color. I dig this movie. I have uh, the Criterion Criterion Tom, I'm surprised you don't have it, but yes, I have the Criterion version uh Blu-ray. And shit, yeah, I think it's a good movie. Uh is it the best version? I like it better than the Val Kilmer one. <laughs> I like it better than the the Michael York one that came out in the seventies or early eighties, seventies I think. Um Yeah. Actually I think it's the best version. <laughs> So does Criteria. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all right. I'm not saying it sucks or it's the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. It's just kind of fucking cheesy. But, I mean, that's, you know, the time it was made and everything. But but you have a thing for cat chicks. And that's why you like the uh, the Val Kilmer one, right? No, don't they all have, like, a fucking cat lady in them? I don't know. It's been this a while. This. Yeah, I mean, this one definitely does. I think they call her the Panther Lady. Yeah, and I've never read The Island of Dr. Moreau. I've never read the H.G. Wells novel, so I don't, I don't have that to compare it to. But, yeah, I'd say this movie's... Yeah, if you're going to watch any one of them, watch this one. Yeah, I can't say no to that. Because, I mean, a lot of people say the fucking Val Kilmer one sucks. Yeah, I saw that little thimble midgets in it. So didn't make my list, but uh, I did see that one in the theater, and I was, eh, that wasn't good. (laughs) 
Who would have thought they would have cast Ron Perlman as a fucking <laughs> beast creature? <laughs> or that uh, that one midget that's like this big. Yeah, that's what I said, the little thimble-sized fuck. Okay, yeah. Okay, I didn't get that. Missed yeah. it. Mm, Just, that's all yeah. right. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. mm. What'd you watch? I watched To the Limit. Mm. Um, I tried to. This is a. <laughs> this is a. I, I don't remember the guy's first name. The guy that directed it. His last name is Martino. <laughs> and uh, this stars Joey Travolta and Anna Nicole Smith. But you got a few other people in there that are somewhat recognizable or whatever, like uh, Branscombe Richard. You know who he is, Tom? He's a Indian guy that plays the blues on occasion, but he was also a sidekick to Lorenzo Lamas in Renegade. Uh, was that a show or a movie? A show. On USA? I think so. I think so. Um, so in this one, Joey Travolta and Anna Nicole, they're, they're ex-CIA agents. Well, can I stop you really quick? Okay. Um, stop. Because that's a that's a lot farther than I got in the movie. So, I saw a couple close ups of like Arab guys talking, and then I seen Anna Nicole Smith whacking off in a bathtub, mm -hmm. and I was just like, yeah, I've I've seen skyscraper. I don't know if I need. To. I'm sure it's the same thing. <laughs> it I'm is. Just gonna, yeah, she's getting. So that's, Go to a wedding, Tom. That's why she's do a That's why she has to fucking whack off in a hot tub. She's got to do a little, yeah, hot tub masturbation, which, you know, ugh, I'll stay away from hot tubs. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so she's an XCI agent. She's re getting ready to go to a wedding. Joey Travolta. She's a hot tub enthusiast. Is, uh, is getting married, but some assassins show up at the wedding. And uh, they shoot Joey Travolta's betrothed. Or no, I guess they did get married. So yeah, shoot his new bride and a bunch of other the guests there. They shoot him too, but he survives. Meanwhile, Anna Nicole Smith is about to get in the car with her bo uh, boyfriend or whatever the fuck he is. And she's, oh, I forgot the gift. Let me go back in and get it. The guy starts the car. Boom. The car explodes. And now you got... All of Joey Travolta's buddies are all the typical Italian, you know, the, the stereotypes, you know, like, like, you know how y'all do it, how y'all make out with each other when you, when you see each other, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, mm. uh, weird shit, but hey, that's not my culture, so, you know, y'all do you, uh, and like, everybody's cheating on their wives and everything, it's, it's really, like, you know, Strange, strange movie. And they, they, uh, one of them owns a casino because he's Italian. <laughs> uh, he's a Cherokee. Yeah. So they're continuing. They're, they, uh, they keep on flashing to this guy that's in a room, like, uh, probably somebody's garage because it's kind of poorly lit to where you can't tell it's a garage. He's talking to people on a monitor and he's the one that's being hired to kill. Uh, Joey Travolta and Anna Nicole Smith, because they have some information that uh, they're about to release about some corrupt CIA officials or something, something like that. I'm not sure. But uh, 
it's just a series of failed botched assassinations and that's all your action throughout the movie uh and nicole takes another shower later on because you know she's you know i'm feeling kind of dirty and then uh yeah she has a a sex scene with joey travolta <laughs> um i read up on this movie and uh what's his name the guy uh maniac cop guy uh, pants falling down at a convention guy with <laughs> Robert Zadar. Robert Zadar <laughs> was supposed to play the Joey Travolta part, but Joey Oof. Travolta was one of the producers and writers, and he had said he had such chemistry with uh, <laughs> Anna Nicole that he decided to play the part. And I know it was just so he could roll around in bed with her just for like a little that little brief scene or whatever. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty lecherous behavior, Mister Travolta. Pretty lecherous. Um, it's a good movie. Robert Zadar was probably so sad. <laughs> he probably didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, hey, you got this job, Robert. No, you don't. And he just stood there the whole time, just staring off into space. But, uh, okay, I'll take that. But it's not a good movie. But I enjoy it because it's very stupid. It... Uh, <laughs> You know, they, it's one of these movies where they throw somebody off a building and you can plainly see it's a mannequin because it's just kind of flat the way it's falling and shit. Um, pretty dumb. <laughs> and Anna Nicole Smith makes Joey Travolta look like a decent actor because she's so bad. Uh, but I would definitely recommend this movie. If you like watching garbage like I do, this, this fits that bill. They call her the Yellow Rose of Texas, you know. I do. Well, Joe, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. Are you a Mexican or a Mexicant? Well, lately it seems like I fall more into the can't category. It's all right. I won't judge you for it. You ever see Once a Pint? Hey, Joe, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? Well, I, <laughs> think, seen... I, I think I fall into the uh, can't category. All right. Well, listen here, Mexican. Have you ever seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico? I have. What did you think of it? Accurate? Uh, I didn't care for it. Yeah, I liked it. I still like it. Uh, upon rewatching it, don't like it as much. Uh, let's talk about what it's about first, Joe. So this is the uh, third movie in the uh, Mariachi trilogy starring fucking Spaniard Antonio Banderas is the fucking Mexican superhero, El Mariachi. And... It's weird. Wanted to make this big Mexican movie, and the guy's not Mexican. But that's okay. Willem Dafoe's in brown face in it, so everything's going to be all right. Uh, so, Johnny Depp, who sucks. Man, after watching this again, I'm just like, 
I fucking don't like this guy. How did this guy get so big? And then I'm thinking of like what else he's in. Sleepy Hollow fucking sucks. Don't give a shit about Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't give a shit about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Edward Scissorhands fucking sucks. <laughs> Pirates who gives a shit. So, yeah. Uh, fucking lame. Old Cheech was in it, so that was nice. But the movie... Fucking old, uh, fucking Eddie Peeny fingers. He hires Mariachi to fucking, uh, save the president or kill the president. I don't know. I just watched a motherfucker and it's kind of convoluted, Joe. Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't really give a shit to talk about it either. It's all right. If you want to see a fucking Robert Rodriguez movie that you might not have seen, the fucking, uh, the gunshots are cool because they have it where it like sparks and shit, where it like looks really fantastical, where it just looks like a fucking sparkler for a second at mm. the end of the gun. And then people are getting pulled back on ropes, like when they get shot. So it looks like the impact is. Whew. It's, uh, I mean, it's cool. It's just not as cool as I thought. Johnny Depp was really fucking annoying me. The whole goddamn time, him and his fucking, I always get this pork dish wherever I go. Mm, this one is so good. I'm going to shoot the chef in the head to resist. It's like, shut up. Danny Trejo was cool in it. Mickey Rourke was cool in it. If you want to see what he looked like before he pulled his fucking head <laughs> back, like fucking Edgar and Men in Black, check this one out. Uh it's worth a watch. I don't know if it fucking holds up on repeat viewings because it has a lot of twists and turns and shit in it. And once you know that, it's kind of one of those movies where she's like, I already fucking know. But goddamn, was Johnny Depp a fucking annoyance in this movie? They should have cast somebody else. Like you probably would have been better. You wouldn't go around shitting on ladies' beds and taking them to court for that shit. Mm-mm. You're respectable. Unlike this fucking guy. <clears throat> so, if you want to see a Mexican superhero who's not really Mexican and laugh at old fucking Green Goblin and fucking black, not brown face with a shitty little mud, like, a, oh, all right, this fucking... This brown paint isn't kicking it. Oh, can you give him one of those shitty little mustaches? Perfect. And he looks just like a Mexican, Joe. It's unbelievable. They were trying to do a, a whole... Al Jolson thing. Charlton Heston in Touch of Evil, where he played a Mexican. And he had the little mustache, you know. And he was a bit brown-faced, too. <laughs> ah, I don't know. Time to be honest with you, Joe. Uh, before I took a nap and when I woke up from the nap, I was just like, man, I should call Joe and just say, hey, man, let's just do this shit tomorrow. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Get <sighs> Might not be it tomorrow, though, Joe. True. That's true. This is the last episode, after all. Final, final cut, as they say. I don't know who says that. I don't know. I'm a bit tired. You know, the time change has got me kind of freaked out. I still got some shit to do after we're done with this. But, yeah. 
anyway, the thing that made me even more tired, Tom, is finishing up the next movie we're going to talk about. Unless you saw something else. Did you see something else? Let me see. Hey, Joe. Do you like filming yourself masturbating and then watching it? If you do, welcome to the grindhouse. <laughs> oh, oh goddamn! <laughs> so I started this movie quite earlier in the week. I think Thursday or so. This uh, this is what's this one called? Death Proof. Death Proof. This is a uh, Quentin Tarantino's installment of the grindhouse experience, movie experience, but. We're watching these individually on their individual releases. And, and how long is this fucking cut of this movie? An hour and 54 minutes. Yeah, so it's long. It's long. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie because it's long. Um, so I watched half of it Thursday and then I just tapped out. I said, man, fuck this. This is, this is rough. This is really rough. Um, watched the second half of it today. And I almost didn't finish it. I, I came close to just turning the shit off. Um, it, it was just fucking annoying. It was boring. And, uh, and hey, tell them what this movie's all about, Tom. Fuck, I was going to have you tell them. So in this one, Kurt Russell is a man who can't get an erection until one day... He's in a he's in a fatal car accident where he kills a pregnant mother, hits her head on. And it's at that time he not only gets an erection, but he ejaculates for the first time in 23 years. And now he knows in order to get his nut off, he has to go around in murder broads with his vehicle, Joe. So the first group of ladies we see are see, we a bunch. We don't know all this, though. We don't Excuse know. Excuse me. We don't know all this until like the middle of the movie, right? Yes. Okay. So we're just introduced to this annoying bunch of ladies. So go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say a gaggle of cunts myself. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we get uh, Jungle Julia. Highly offensive name. I guess he didn't learn his lesson from all the N-bombs he was dropping in Pulp Fiction. He thought this would be cute. How dare you, sir? How dare you? So we follow Julia, her uh, friend, maybe personal assistant. I'm really not sure. She has a fucking shitty accent. And then we have a fucking weird-looking maybe Wap Broad who is putting on a terrible accent or if that feel or if that's the fucking way she really talks. Jesus Christ. Uh strange-looking lady. Sorry. She is just she was striking, but not in the way you'd be like, "Oh, it's going to go like, what?" Odd-looking lady. But, uh, yeah, they're just... Who gives a fuck? It's just fucking 
Quentin Tarantino writing dialogue that fucking ladies are saying, and it just comes off really fucking weird. Like, I don't hang around broads and listen to fucking how they talk and all that shit, but I'm sure it's not this. It's not like this at all. No. Yeah, this was... Just talking, 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 fuck off. And then he takes place in Austin. Let me interject with that. So, like, he cruises around Austin for like 10 minutes of the first part of the movie. And then. Who uh, is he? Well, I'm I'm saying it's he because all those girl characters, they're all Quentin Tarantino. By the way they're talking, they they are him. This is him just fucking rattling on and on and on this is like if you were have a conversation with him this is probably what it would sound like except for he's got a much more annoying voice did uh, this fucking big four-headed fuck just call me butterfly <laughs> um so yeah in so they go to a bar right and they're hanging out at a bar they're gonna get drunk before they go on vacation to somebody's lake house or something I mean, they're going on a gaycation since the rule was fucking no boys allowed, which was fucking weird. This fucking, the lady, the personal assistant whose father's cabin it is, she is clearly, clearly in her late 20s, early 30s. And her dad said, don't bring no boys up there now. You you know it's going to happen, sir. If you fucking... Let your fucking way of age daughter use the lake house. There's going to be sperm all over it. But no, they stick to that rule and have themselves a good old gaycation, which we don't see, which probably would have been the best part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make it there because they meet Kurt Russell, who's hanging out in the bar, and he's. Uh, and originally. It was supposed to be Mickey Rourke, I guess. And then it was supposed to be somebody else, I guess. And then <laughs> somebody else, I guess. There was like eight people they chose before Kurt Russell for this role. Um, Danny DeVito. think so. That would have been great. Uh, so, yeah, he's there talking to... What's her name from the last movie? Rose McGowan. Which was fucking... Okay, let's talk about this shit. Like, I thought that they were doing the thing. It's like, oh, yeah, all these old movies, like every other movie, had the same actor and actresses. And Because, you know, they're working actors and actresses. They're in different movies. But she's not playing the character she did in Planet Terror, which is how it's supposed to be done. But later on, fucking Michael Parks and uh, his daughter, they're playing the same characters from Planet Terror. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? What kind of goddamn sense does this make at all of anything? Fucking dumb. Parks, who I usually like, is very, very annoying in this as well. This whole thing to where it's trying to be like Charlie Chan and the number one son. That's fucking stupid. You know, it's just this movie just trying so hard to reference other shit and say, hey, look how much movie nostalgia bullshit I know. Yeah. But anyway, Kurt Russell's eating nachos. 
And uh, what's her name? Rose McGowan needs a ride home, so he's offering her a ride home. And uh, that's the movie. That's all. It's <laughs> that's about. the whole movie. That's it. <laughs> he says, "Thanks for the ride, lady," and turns yeah. into a muppet. Uh, <laughs> No, we see that he uh, has a stunt car, and it just has like a like a little stool that you set up in there. And why she gets into this car with no fucking uh, seat belt or seat in it is fucking beyond me. But it's a stupid movie anyway, so she gets in there, and he starts speeding and making big turns. So where she's just getting thrown side to side, rattling that way, hitting on the, the fucking metal bars that are in there. And that's how he kills her. All right. And then he comes in his pants. Yeah, and then we go back to the other girls that are driving, you know, they're headed out on their vacation uh, again, and he, uh, like, gets on the other side of the road, starts hauling ass towards them with the lights off, turns the lights on, and then crashes into them. And we see that crash from eight different angles, and that looks okay, you know. That's probably the highlight of this movie but you've just been through 50 minutes of dialogue and bullshit that you don't care about, and you're ready for everyone to die in this movie. <laughs> Including ourselves. Yeah. So then it's, what, 14 months later? And we focus... It feels like it. And we focus on a new group of slags, and these are movie chicks, right? One's a stunt... Two of them are stunt people... One's an actress, and I don't know what Rosario Dawson does. I don't know what her role in this is, you know. But you know what they do, Tom? They talk. They I talk. don't believe it. They talk a lot, and they're going to go look at a car because this girl wants to drive a car. She doesn't really want to drive it. She just wants to ride on the hood of it. Um, Kurt Russell targets them and starts fucking with them. But no, girl power, um, they fuck back. No, sir, we're going to fuck you. And so they wreck him up, and then they, I don't know, beat him up on the side of the road. And that It's just all shitty. It's, it's a horseshit movie. Uh, like I said, I hardly made it through this thing, man. I, I never want to watch this movie ever again. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was rough. Like it's I it's technically well made. It's not it's not fucked. It's it's it is what it is. It's technically well made. But everything else is just so god damn, why are we watching this guy whack off? Yeah. Can we just get on with it already? It, it's from that uh masturbatory talk about cinema and then let's linger on the woman's foot for like two or three minutes you know it's, it's just like i put on my review it's like it's stuff that he wants to go and masturbate to later uh and it's not entertaining you know it's boring like you said i don't know any women that talk like this and if they did i wouldn't want to talk to them just like if it was me that talked like this i don't want to talk to them you know it's just like I'll excuse myself for some reason then never come the fuck back. Yeah, this was... Man. And it's got me thinking. Like, after watching this, I was just like, man, 
are all of his movies bullshit? <laughs> yeah, let's see. I thought the same too because I know, like at this point, like he was he was like the king, right? Like he he could pretty much do whatever the fuck he wanted, and he did obviously with this. But like I read some stuff, and it has more favorable reviews than negative reviews. Like I mean, and from credible critics, and it's like what movie did they watch or what are they basing this on? Cause it's not good and it's not, it's boring. It's just super, super boring, man. But it's one of those, Oh, it's technically well-made, which yeah, I, I can, okay, that. but it's not entertaining at all. It's a goddamn slog fucking treading mud uphill. And what's at the end of the hill? Oh, kicking the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was easier for me watching it this time just because I just didn't sit through a better movie. Yeah. But uh yeah, it was I'll never no. I'll never shop here again. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, fucking once upon a time in Mexico or uh, uh Hollywood. Didn't care for that. I didn't even Jang watch. I had no yeah, interest, don't. really. Django was okay, but I'll never watch that again. Mm -hmm. Hateful Eight was okay, but I'll never watch that again. Inglorious Bastards? Nope. I didn't even finish that one. So, what did he do after this movie? After Death Proof? Like, what fall in his filmography? Kill Bill was before this, right? I'm, that's what I was trying to figure out because I liked Kill Bill, so I don't know if both of those came out and then this or whatever. So was Kill Bill the last thing that he did that I liked, and then from here it just went eh to where, like you said, some of those they're passable movies, but I got real you know no desire to see them again. You know, uh, Inglorious Bastards, give a shit. Yeah, fucking man, they were really trying to make Eli Roth something, huh? Were. Jeez yeah. Louise. <laughs> yeah, and we got those damn twins again that make a make an appearance here. You know, it's like... And another person that he was really trying to push is this Zoe Bell stunt person. You know, he's trying, yeah, let's give her a big role here. Let's get her in the limelight. And I think she did some conventions and shit. But who gives a fuck? She hung off that car, Joe. Yeah, she did. She did hang off that car. And that that her claim to fame will always be, oh, she was Uma Thurma's stunt person. Cool. Yep. She yeah. hung off that car. You didn't, but she did. I don't have a challenger, or I would hang off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Charger, I think. I don't know. Maybe he was just one of those directors that it was big in that time, and then that was it. Because I like, I think Pulp Fiction's all right. Maybe I don't want to go back and watch it now. <laughs> I think the guy that uh, once, because he still he still makes box office, right? And people uh, still want. I mean, the last movie was years ago. And people still want to be in his movies, right? Because people are going to watch them. They're going to get a good payday or whatever. But I'm pretty sure, man, once his career is said and done 
and he's not making money for the studio anymore. There's going to be all kinds of salacious shit that pops up. It's like, oh yeah, he was like, he was in cahoots with the Weinstein's the whole he time. He backed Harvey Weinstein into a corner and said, yeah. "Hey, you listen, <laughs> you want to make it in this business?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Yeah, this movie. <laughs> No, it's not a whatever movie. It's just, fuck this movie. <laughs> Agreed. At least next week's fucking awesome. Where are we going next week? Machete. Alright, been a while since I watched it. I watched it last year, Joe. It's fucking awesome. Got a little choked up when everybody came together to fight the white man. Well, that's what everybody should do. But anyway. Anyway, Tom. Speaking Ready of to... the other to uh, fight a spider, big mm. rope spider, this is 150th issue of Amazing Spider-Man. We've read 150 issues. Maybe nope. three have been we've, we've read over. 150 yeah. issues. We've read some annuals. We've read some uh, giant size. So, yeah. So they didn't even have, like, the regular team. Like, J Jerry Conway didn't write this one. It's a new era, Joe. It's a it, new era. It's going to be a new era. But this yeah. one, I think Roger Stern wrote it, and they brought in Gil Kane. And it definitely feels like a fill-in issue. Your Wolfman, no Goodwin, Archie Goodwin, Archie Goodwin. Okay, yeah, your 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 anniversary issue, one hundred and fifty, a milestone issue, Tom. And this is, I thought it was going to be something bigger than this bullshit. Yeah, so it's just the end of a story. They didn't even start. <laughs> Peter Parker is like, hey, am I real? Am I me? Am I a clone? Hey. The lizard, can you help me out? You know, can run some tests and shit. Meanwhile, all of Spider-Man's old villains are popping up. The Sandman's, the Vulture, the Kingpin. And he punches them and they turn to dust, Tom. Is he hallucinating again? Is old Mysterio fucking with him? No. It's Professor Smythe, Tom, and his fucking robot spider Spider car. slayers. Yeah. And he's just, like, knocking the Spider-Mans around. But, I don't know, Spider-Man gets mad and defeats him or something. And then realizes, hey, I am me. I don't <laughs> Fuck you, the lizard, for doing all that research. I'm just tearing this shit to pieces and not even looking at it. The end. And then Ben Riley swings off to... Pretend that he's Peter Parker. Yep. I was expecting more from a 150th issue. Yeah, it's not even double size. It's like a regular size, which is good. Because if it was double size, they would have just given us a reprint on the second half of it. Uh, because that's what old Marvel does. Old Marvel fucks you. They still do that, Tom. <laughs> still do that on those big fucking 100-page books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very disillusioned with uh with old Marvel now. Uh, but 
we are promised a new era of greatness, Tom. Mm. And uh, Len Wein, however you say his last name, he's coming in to take over the writing chores. So maybe, maybe, please, we'll see an improvement in issue 151. Not holding my breath on that because uh, he's not been good. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's good the Wolfman contributed to this issue, but it was whatever. I mean, you son of a bitch, we were just in Florida. Fuck off. Like, we were there three issues ago. Uh, fuck, yeah, it was a whole lot of nothing. Yep. It was just to say, hey, look, here's some pictures of some villains, you know. Peace. I guess the whole point of this issue was he does love Mary Jane. He made his choice. That was, I guess, the big thing in this. I love Mary Jane, so I am PP. Other than that, it's like, who gives a good goddamn? Right. Not me. Shit. At least a couple, couple more months and we'll be out of the 70s. See what the <laughs> 80s brings us. We'll see. Yep. Final episode. Joe, you like lists? I've been known to enjoy a list or two, Tom. And this time our list was uh, inspired by the movie Death Proof. And this is uh, the top five movies. Uh, the worst movies we've seen in the theater. And we don't do honorable mentions anymore. Uh, <laughs> Joe said, fuck that. No, fuck but these hoes. I'm guessing that Death Proof would be on our both our honorable mentions. If not number one, maybe not number one, but it's definitely an honorable mention. I didn't put it on my list because we just talked about the shit. Uh, but at number five, Tom, I do have a movie... That I remember being very disappointed. Uh, this was supposed to be like a, a gangsta thug type movie. And it is called Clockers. You remember Spike this? Spike Lee joint. Do you remember this? What it's about? It's a Spike Lee joint. I've never seen it though. Yeah, I don't remember much <laughs> about it. But I remember being like. It's fucking boring. There's no action. This ain't a gangster movie. This, goddamn, <laughs> what did I? Yeah, I didn't like it. I was pretty upset. Huh? I was pretty disappointed. It is a very, very boring movie. So, well, if you want to revisit it, go head on over to the fine folks at Kino Lorber and check out their Blu-ray release of sure. Spike Lee's Clockers. Very weird. Then you can go watch fucking White Buffalo starring Charles Bronson. Their fucking library's fucking weird. It certainly has gotten weird in the past five years as they're trying to compete with some of these other boutique labels by adding uh, schlock to their catalog. It used to be like a bunch of silent films and just Like a bunch of old shit that fucking people who buy Blu-rays wouldn't even fucking know about Kino Lorber and weird. (laughs) fucking weird and then they're fucking they're releasing stone cold 
<laughs> they're doing like a big fucking Blu-ray release for Stone Cold. I'm gonna buy it, but <laughs> such a weird company. That's vinegar syndrome all the fucking way. Weird. Joe, my number five is a movie that we've actually talked about on one of our series reviews before. And this is one of the After Dark Horror Fest movies, Joe. I think I liked it a little more when we rewatched it. However, I did walk out of the theater. So fuck you and fuck those who dance on graves. Grave dancers, suck my dick, you fuck piece of shit. I don't remember. I remember the monsters looking cooler the second time around, but I walked the fuck out. So, Hey, that's what happens when you dance on a grave. Mm-hmm, you get fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, at number four, I have Lombada, the forbidden <laughs> dance. This is about a uh, young lady who is trying to save her village or save the rainforest through the power of Lombada, the forbidden dance. Uh, I remember very little of this movie. Uh, the girl I was seeing at the time wanted to go see that. That was her pick. And uh, we walked out. We watched the movie midway through. So I don't know if she saved the rainforest or not through the power of Lombada, the forbidden dance. But uh, I hope she did good on her. I looked this up to think, you know, it's like, it, am I getting the title right? And uh, Sid Haig is in this movie, Tom. This is some Filipino shit? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it just sounds so ridiculous. I may go back and watch it again at some point. But at that time, it's like, fuck this movie. We're out of here. Joe, my number four is also an After Dark Horror Fest movie. But it is not one that we talked about. This is uh, from the creator of Evil Ernie, Brian Poludo. <laughs> or however the fuck you say it. This was called The Graves. I don't remember not a motherfucking thing about it besides Bill Mosley was in it, and I walked the fuck out. <laughs> I never even heard of that one. F fucking don't watch it, Joe. I don't have much to say because I don't fucking remember shit. I just remember fucking going to see it. Like, oh, yeah, the guy who made Evil Ernie made a movie. That should be kind of fucking cool and weird, right? Maybe. Rest don't remember. Chaos Comics. Fuck. At number three, I have the Stanley Kubrick film, Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, Hey, here's him gonna make a steamy kind of sexy movie. Steamy, but uh, it's not. It's another boring shit with uh, Tom Cruise walking around the city, uh, encountering stuff that's none of it's sexy, none of it's fucking hot. Uh, just a boring movie, and I like a lot of Stanley Kubrick stuff. But 
maybe I need to go back and rewatch some of his shit because uh, the last time I watched The Shining, I thought that was really stupid. Uh, but this the Shining is, sucks a fucking dick, Joe. I just said it's really stupid. It sucks uh, a fucking dick. Okay. Uh, Eyes wide shut does not. There's no dick sucking in it or anything <laughs> even remotely close. It uh, it just sucks. I've never seen the movie. I remember at the time it was like all over the news, like, oh, this wild movie about fucking and sucking in groups and shit. So it's nothing like that? No. And it's like, hey, have those people ever actually seen a movie about sucking and fucking in groups? <laughs> it's their barometer. Like, Ooh. You know, erotic. No, it's not. It's fucking boring. So, I mean, I think it was, like, the same shit they said about Showgirls. But, like, having recently watched Showgirls in the past year or so, yeah, that that one definitely did live up to all the hype and wild shit. Yeah, that one was funny as shit even back then. You know, that's that's a true exploitation movie. Would recommend. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking dummy bitches talking about eating dog food. What the fuck yeah. is this? <laughs> I'm just that I never saw it in the theater. That would have been a watch instead. That would have been a real sticky situation. <laughs> mm. I would hate to have to clean up at mm. the old Cineplex Odeon. Joe, this one's a more recent one. That's probably why it's higher up on my list because I remember it for hey Joe you ever see once upon it hey Joe are you a Mexican or a Mexican well, later, I, um, I think I'd fall more into the Mexican category I believe it hey Joe you ever see Independence Day I saw this in the theater as well. So did I. Did you ever see ID 42? I did not see that. What one. a piece of fucking <laughs> shit show. <laughs> the first one was like, oh, I was a child watching this big blockbuster in theaters. So it was cool. But as a fucking jaded adult a couple years ago watching the sequel what a pig fucking piece of shit god damn would not recommend <laughs> that fucking sucked that's going to go down as fucking like hey do you remember this sequel Top five piece of shit sequels. Motherfuckers forgot about. Click here and everyone's just disappointed. Yeah. Head <laughs> out, out to the old suicide forest. Mm. And number two, Tom. Now, uh, as a dad, you know, I took my daughter to see a bunch of garbage I would never go see, you know, and it's it's okay as long as she was having a good time, was happy with it. I saw movies like The Country Bears, which is... I was actually thinking about watching that shit this week. (laughs) They say, but what was, what pushed me past the limit was uh, Madagascar, which is the dumbest 
fucking thing I'd ever seen. It was just insulting. <laughs> like, like I was pissed. It's like they're showing this shit to kids just to make them dumb. And yeah, I was really upset. You know, I was just like, like, you know, I thought about spanking my daughter. It's like you never <laughs> movie again. I was pretty, pretty hot at how dumb this fucking movie was, man. I, I get mad just thinking about this shit. And they made, what, <laughs> 20 sequels? Eight. <laughs> Teen. Yeah. I mean, so I obviously don't know shit about what sells. Obviously, because, you know, look at my business model and everything. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I hated, I hated this movie. Never seen it, Joe. I had no interest. Good. I asked my daughter if she wanted to see it. And you know what she called me, Joe? A pervert? You're not close. <laughs> Joe, my number two is another recent movie, which is also why it's the number two because i remember it 2019 right before the old pandemic joe i walked out of this motherfucker <laughs> i just had enough of these goddamn fucking movies and i was done this was x-men dark phoenix a fucking enough already just fucking ever since that first x-men movie it's just been fucking garbage fucking bullshit garbage fucking bullshit and i was done i just walked out and i waited for fucking Lori and my mom to finish the movie and then we left what a piece of fucking shit <laughs> so did you tell them Hey, I'm gonna just go hang out in the lobby, or yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm done, and I left. <laughs> All right. No, I didn't hang out in the lobby. I just waited outside the door, just in case they came out or something. Yeah. Piece of shit. I don't think I've ever seen that one. So it sucks. Who gives a fuck? That's what it was. It was just like, who gives a fuck? Disney just bought the fucking Fox and shit. They're not going to make any more. This one was fucking, you know, pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Scrolls were supposed to be in it. And it was just, who gives a fuck? This, it all sucked. Why are we still doing this shit? It's fucking done. And I was fucking done. It sucked. Number one, Tom. Walked out of this movie. Uh, I don't think we made it halfway. It was uh, a girl I was dating at the time. I just kind of... Some movies going on. I just look over to her and say, Hey, you want to get the fuck out of here? She goes, Yes, let's go. And uh, full theater. Everybody was enjoying Armageddon but us. Um, I don't know if they stopped the asteroid or not or whatever the fuck, Tom. I'm guessing they did. Maybe not because they didn't make a sequel, but goddamn, this was just such a stupid, 
stupid movie. You know, they're, they're going to get the world's best drillers <laughs> now, to go up and, and stop a, a fucking asteroid that's coming to the Earth. And you've got this bullshit conflict between Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck's dating his daughter and like, Oh, Ben Affleck's dating his daughter. Probably. You heard it here, folks. Run with it. Um, yeah, it just sucks. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's a bunch of people in it now that are bigger names than they were. That are maybe they were big names at the time. I don't know. I didn't give a shit. It was just dumb. It was too dumb for me. I walked out. Uh, and this movie also has a Criterion release. Isn't that fucking strange? I've never seen this one. I just know it was a big, it was a big release. Yeah, it was a huge movie. It's like, man, it's like, again, I marvel at how dumb people are and, and what they are entertained by. I know I like movies like To the Limit, but I know that that's garbage. I know what I'm watching and I know what I'm getting a kick out of. This... What the fuck was there to enjoy? What I mean, I I don't get it. I I don't understand people, Tom. Ah, Joe. My number one is a movie not even John Goodman can save. You like the Blues Brothers, Joe? <laughs> I do enjoy the Blues Brothers. It's pretty good, right? It is very good. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a fun movie. Mm -hmm. Some might call it feel good. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Mm -hmm. You ever see Blues Brothers 2000? I have not seen Blues Brothers 2000, Tom. What a piece of shit. This is the first movie... I've ever walked out on. <laughs> you don't forget things like that, Joe, especially when you're a when you're a young child and you're out on your own and you get to see movies for the first time without your parents. <laughs> Not all it's cracked up to be. How bad does your movie have to be? That not that John Goodman can't fucking do anything to help it. This was in maybe less than 10 years ago, maybe I rewatched it again. And yeah, it's still as fucking bad and dog shit. They bring a little fucking kid in it. Thing, I God remember damn. Kid on it, like a kid blues brother. Something. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of bad or something. Um, but was, was it Dan Aykroyd and John Goodman? So they decided to tell Jim Belushi, hey, fuck you. I guess they did, Joe. But he got the last laugh. Because now he's a marijuana farmer. <laughs> well, I'd tell you what we're doing next week, but I didn't think of shit. And I don't want to say, hey, top five soups, because that would fucking suck. So, uh, luckily, this is the last episode. Last episode. We won't have to do one next week, so 
I lucked out there. Hey, everybody, head on over to dwnproductions.net. Look at all the fine wares and uh, place an order because soon you won't be able to. <laughs> Joe. Fastcustomshirts.com or shoot me an email and uh, and we'll go from there or whatever. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. I don't know. Since it's the last one, Joe. Why don't you hit him in the face with it? Boy, God.